The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the fourth chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Then Jesus began to say to all in the synagogue in Nazareth, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is this not Joseph's son? He said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself, and you will say, Do here also in your hometown the, the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them, except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But he passed through the midst of them and went on his way. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. In today's gospel, as at the wedding at Cana that we heard about two weeks ago, Jesus is going to do what Jesus is going to do. He isn't going to be about what his mother wants or what people back home expect even when that causes disappointment and provokes anger. Jesus is following God's word, and his actions are grounded in the relationship that he has as the Son of God. In the Old Testament reading from the prophets, the prophet Jeremiah also encounters God's word, and it changes how he acts. God spoke to the prophet, and when Jeremiah raised his objections and doubts about the work that God was calling him to do, God reminded him that he has been known to God from the very beginning of his existence. And knowing Jeremiah as God did, God appointed him to go forth with God's word in his mouth and take it to the people and the nations and kingdoms of Judah. We, like Jeremiah and Jesus before us, are known to God and chosen by God to be God's presence in the world where we are. And today's scripture shows us how very different it is to be known and chosen by God from being known and chosen by the world or its people. From as far back as the ancient prophets, people will talk. Jeremiah feared that he could not speak for God because of his youth. 
whether that was actual years or just his lack of experience or knowledge. I expect most of us have had the experience of imposter syndrome that sneaks into our thoughts and we find ourselves wondering if we are enough, whether we can speak with clarity and authority, whether we belong in the place or the role that we have found ourselves, and even as a congregation, whether we matter because we are small. Here, God tells Jeremiah, you are enough because you are mine. Jesus was more unflappable. He knew how people are. He wasn't surprised or thrown off when people questioned how he could have, how he could have the knowledge of God's word. Whether that was because they couldn't imagine that the son of a carpenter could be a teacher, or because they they thought he had gotten too big for his britches, so to speak. But this episode in the synagogue follows the temptations in Luke's gospel where Jesus had been tested by the devil and refuted false claims at every turn, trusting instead in God and God's word to guide him. Throughout scripture, people say one thing and God shows them another way to be because God knows the capacity that God has created within us to be God's people made in God's image and living out God's kingdom here in this world. As the Lord says, when Samuel is meeting Jesse's sons, looking for the one who is to be anointed king, the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks in the heart. And as we hear in Paul's letter today, for now we see in a mirror dimly, but then, then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, but then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. We trust that God will continue to reveal God's purpose and future for us because we trust who we know God to be. And here we are reminded that God knows us and entrust us to go into the world bearing God's word. In 2014, you called me as your pastor and invited me into your lives to care for you. And you have listened to me as I've preached and taught. And I'm grateful for the ways you have cared for me and for Jamie and our girls for your curiosity about our VW buses and our four-legged companions. I love you. And I'm so very grateful for the ways you have let me know you and your stories and the ways that we have shared together in being Jesus to each other and to our community. Even now, as there are questions about what's next and what the next season of ministry in this congregation may look like, the promises from today's scripture center our lives going forward. 
God knows us and entrusts us with care for the world around us. God says we are enough and claims us as God's own. And God believes in our future because God formed us and shapes us for our life together. Remembering these promises, we recognize with the psalmist that our trust and hope are found only in God. And we find our comfort in God's boundless love for us. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for your son Jesus who comes into this world to reveal your word and your presence to us. Thank you for the ways Jesus shows us that we are chosen by you and called to be your people, faithful to your word. Forgive us when we place more value on others' opinions of us, or we doubt who you have created us to be and the gifts you have given us. By your Spirit, give us courage to live out your gospel and your love in the world every day. We pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.